0: The summer solstice feels like it was just yesterday, but now it is September. Where did my summer go? Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. We are always making choices about what we carry with us. Wallet, keys, and list are the usual items for a trip to the grocery store. Now we add a mask and hand sanitizer to the mix. Overnight trips require even more consideration of what to take with us. A change of clothes, toiletries, the things that will make us comfortable away from home. And a move from one home to another, no matter how close, always requires the greatest consideration. What is worth moving a long distance and holding on to? These days, most of us do not look around outdoors to decide what seeds to carry with us to our next home. But for one common local plant that is going to seed now, that is exactly how it arrived on this continent, mullen. I am sure you have encountered mullen before. This biennial, like evening primrose, has two distinct stages of growth. During its first year, a round basal rosette of large, exceptionally soft leaves emerge. Each leaf can be 10 to 20 inches long and four to six inches wide and is covered with white, woolly hairs giving the leaf a pale green color and velvety texture. During mullen's second year of growth, the formerly ground-hugging circle of leaves turn upright and new leaves begin to emerge along a tall flower stalk which charges four to eight feet into the air. Beginning in July, cup-shaped pale yellow flowers bloom along this impressive stalk. Now in late summer, mullen goes to seed, one large plant yielding over 180,000 seeds. Mullen, scientifically known as verbascum thapsis, is not native to North America, though it is now considered naturalized, as it has been here for more than 200 years. When Europeans came to North America in search of a better life, long before the Revolutionary War, their packing list included the seeds of mullen. Across mullen's native range of Europe and Asia, there is a long history of humans using this plant for medicine. The indigenous peoples of North America quickly realized its medicinal utility when mullein settled in on these soils too, so there is also a long history of its medicinal use here. Mullein has been most commonly used to soothe coughs and lung issues. The leaves are dried and smoked, often mixed with other soothing herbs like colt's foot, to ease asthma symptoms. The leaves can also be made into a tea to soothe coughs. Applied externally, the leaves are also purported to have an antibiotic effect on wounds. In addition to the widespread use of mullen leaves for respiratory struggles, an equally common use of mullen is to infuse the flowers in oil to relieve earaches. Today, we might carry a bottle of cough syrup, an inhaler, and a bottle or two of pills to achieve the same effect that a single mullen plant can provide. Travelers to an unknown continent over 200 years ago, logically, would bring a pocketful of mullein seeds as their health insurance. These seeds can stay viable in the soil for hundreds of years, until some disturbance exposes them to sunlight and they can germinate. Some viable seeds found were dated back to the year 1300. When I think about how it took me 11 or so years to get to my towering height of five foot two. I feel all the more amazed by Mullin's ability to grow 8 feet tall in just 2 years. Mullin is an impressive plant. While it often grows rather weed-like in disturbed areas like roadsides, and will often pop up in lawns where people often try to remove them, it is helpful to remember Ralph Waldo Emerson's sentiment that a weed is but a plant whose virtues have not yet been discovered. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology.